This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. A very special, different episode of Hashtag Dork. As we are also live streaming this on Twitch. We've told you a while about Davies twitch page you go to twitch.tv slash r von d some of you are watching us right now everybody else listening to this saying hey can i do that in the future yes you probably can do that in the future my name is rich keith joined as always by ryan davy davy how are you uh, this is the best night i've ever had i've i've ever had no this is the best night i've had in a while in terms of podcasting this is oh, probably right. the best night well that's yeah. really good to hear that's, uh, <laughs> i got a good. wife i got two kids but yeah. this is it this is it for me we can you know. see each other, which is exciting. I also – I don't know how this is going to sound. So if you're listening to this, you know what? We've tried some other things. We tried the Google Hangouts. It was almost submarine the whole goddamn podcast. So we're not doing that. This is different. This is not Google Hangout. This is a few other apps that we are using. So we're trying something out. We uh, Maybe you've heard I have different hours on the radio show. And so it's going to be a little bit trickier for us to record. So we're trying something different. We're in the friendly confines of our own home. We can have a beverage if we would like. You know, we're we're sitting here, or you know, just 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 yapping it up, just talking about God knows what. Uh, and we have all the. It's going to be the same thing. Um, and again, if you were watching this on Twitch, we will answer some questions at the end of the episode, so it can be interactive. But we're going to continue to do what we normally do, Ryan, including the news. The news. All right, Ryan, good news is today, we are recording this on a Tuesday night, and earlier today, Avengers Infinity War came out on DVD and Blu-ray. I have not bought a Blu-ray or a DVD in a very long time. Uh, You and I both had a ridiculous collection throughout high school and college and realized that, you know, we we can't buy every movie anymore, but this... This is going to probably get me back to buy one because I, I got to watch this again and I want to see all the extras. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I saw little snippets of the gag reel and that looks actually worth the price. Um, I mean, a DVD, a Blu-ray DVD special edition has to be like, what, like under 20 bucks at this point, right? Probably somewhere around there. I haven't bought one in forever. I know Mac and Goo were buying and they're tweeting out pictures. Those guys had already bought them. They're snapping them up. Other guys, some of our listeners are, are, are buying it up and... This is the kind of movie that you want all the – whatever the bells and whistles are, like you want them for this. And then you can sort of try to predict what's going to happen in the next movie. And so like I'm, you said, I I'm haven't – yeah, I haven't bought like a hard copy of anything in like a really long time. I think even like PlayStation games, like I'm looking at them right now, I think I have like eight. What like is I, the – yeah, you're more of a download guy. What's the yeah. last DVD and or Blu-ray that you purchased? I think – I bought the special edition with the variant cover King of Kong. 
Oh, okay. That's the, that's the last one I bought. Okay. I I want to say for me, it might have been This Is The End. Remember the comedy This Is The End? Like, it, that's how long it's been. Because That's a long you know, time, yeah. Between Netflix and HBO Go and whatever else you're doing watching movies, I feel like I can, if I want to watch something, I can probably get it. And that's the thing. Like, you could find anything you want. I mean, you don't have to go to Best Buy. I love going to Best Buy. You know, I was but just I don't... in Best Buy the other day, and it's kind of depressing. A little bit. If I used going, to spend like, kinda... a lot of time there. I used to go there all the freaking time and just just yeah. look there. I applied for a job a long time ago. Did not get it at Best yep, Buy. Yeah, like me. It's like the Newberry Comics with me. Like they do, they wouldn't hire me. Can you believe the that? one that got away? People. The they wouldn't let away. you in at Newberry Comics for God's sake. No, no. I feel like you would have been a really good representative of the store. You know, at the time in the late '90s, I didn't look the part. Like I didn't look alternative enough. You didn't I have enough piercings. Maybe. They didn't have enough piercings. No. Uh, you should have. What are you gonna do? Yeah, no, I know. That's all right. We, I think we've all moved on for the better. As for movies that are in the box office right now, Ryan, mm-hmm. top five at the weekend box office. Let's go from five down to one, shall we? Oh, sure. Let's do it. Number five, Black Klansman, which is also operating at 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is great. I mean, that's great. I'm glad that movie's doing well. Um, I'm glad Spike Spike Lee, I almost called him Spike Jones. Uh, Spike Lee is back. Um, it, from what I'm hearing, it's really good. Mac saw it. He said it was really good. Yeah. So Mac likes everything, though. As much as Mac hates everything, he likes everything. Also likes everything. It's very yeah. confusing. Very but that's confusing. what he's doing. So, yeah, he went out and saw this. This will be a when it's available at home movie for yes. me. This is not a big screen picture for me. Because you can't watch everything. Ryan, number four, and I just talked about the documentary last week. It was like my sort of pick of the podcast that would be uh beware of the slender man which was like the true story and which is about the girls yes. and the stabbing and stuff this is based off of the character it's just called slender man and it is rocking a solid 12 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah and we said like i'm out on this movie i am i am all out on i do not want to see this at all no 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 interest in it and if you're looking for a horror movie this i was actually surprised by this so you know how we were talking about uh, shared universes the other week? Um, yes. Last week, in fact. And I mentioned the Conjuring universe. So there's the two Conjurings, the two Annabelles, and then there's the Nun. Yes. You know, yeah. the Nun movie? So that movie comes out, I think, September 7th. Out of yeah. nowhere, out of nowhere, I get a text from my wife, and she says, uh, you know that Nun movie? Yeah. I go, I go, yeah. She goes, we should see that in the theater. I go, What? I go. That might be that might be the scariest like face slash mask in recent memory. I don't know if I can think of something scarier than that. <laughs> no, in uh, the last scary movie I saw in the theater with my wife was um, The Conjuring, and there was great, a moment. Great movie. It was great, and there was but there was a moment where it was like this really tense moment. I think it was like when they first went out to like the tree. Yeah, where the you know where I mean? the person like was the, hung. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. and. Uh, the theater's like dead silent and you could tell a jump scare is coming. And my wife just like inadvertently went like, Oh, oh fuck. Like that. Like, and it was like so loud. Oh fuck. Like, you know, it was, it you, know was bad. Say, you know what they say about horror movies, Ryan? What's that? Like, uh, oysters. They are a natural aphrodisiac. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, uh, two of my previous girlfriend, my previous girlfriends prior to my wife. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't first, be talking about this. This is, uh, is this out of bounds right now? It's not out of no, bounds. Go ahead. Finish it. Finish it. Finish this. Actually, story. I would no, no, no. My, I was going to say my wife, and then my girlfriend prior to my wife. I'm a happily yes. married man. This, these yes, are, you are. Fine. Yeah. the the first like dates that we had were both to see horror movies. I don't think that's, that's a coincidence. A good one. Yeah, 
You know what the you, you know, know what the, the, first, the you know the first you know what the first movie me and my wife ever saw together in the theater. What was that? Rob Zombie's Halloween. Really? Yes, because she said she loved the original. I also loved the original. We had a shared common bond. That movie was out, so whatever year that was, like oh, what year did we start dating? Seven or eight, maybe. Yeah. And then yeah. that movie was out. We saw it. It was fine. It was not great. But uh, yeah, that's a nice trivia question for all the dork fans out there, because I'm sure that's going to come up someday. Yep. They say, what's the first movie Keith saw with his wife? What was the first movie you saw with your wife? The Hangover. Great call. That's a great. That's a that's a terrific Actually, answer. You go, you go harder. I go comedy. So in Both the theater. Good. Yeah, we had watched movies. We had uh, what, which I pulled, um, which was my signature move at the time. I call it the cuddle hustle. Yes, sure. Which, you, which is where you you classic uh, move, classic move um, where you put on a movie on the couch and you know, you know, cuddling leans to uh, he- head on the shoulder, then you know, arm, then you know, you it goes on from there. I don't I don't want to work blue tonight. This is our first like, live show. I was gonna say without movies, nobody's having any kind of sex. None. It's, it's, really, None. it's like, what would you do? Hey, do you want to yeah. go and stare at each other? It's not gonna work. Don't want to do that. Not, that's way too. You know creepy. And the other thing too, people go to baseball games. No. Um, that's like the worst first date ever. Uh, oh the shark. God. It worked out for Marboy Shark. It worked out for that's him. That's true. That was one of his first dates. He was at Fenway. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. Hey, you want to go see a four-hour baseball game and buy nine-dollar beers? Like, not really. No. no. Not really. I don't think so. Want to go home? Yeah. <laughs> I have beer in the fridge, and we can watch Netflix. Like, that's yeah. amazing. That's the perfect thing. I never want to leave my house. And actually, that's why this podcasting studio here in my own house suddenly is even better. We continue <laughs> with the countdown, Ryan. Top five at the box office this week. Uh, number three, Christopher Robin. It is yeah. 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. I have, like, I have no interest in this thing. I'll check it out later when it's free. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to pay for that. Didn't Goo like it? I think Goo liked it. I think Goo might have liked it. The creatures look weird, like Piglet and shit. They don't look right. I think what they're just that? they're supposed to be they're supposed to be like aged. Like they're supposed to Oh, they look know, horrible. Like, they look like they've been in the wash too many times. That's what I mean. Like they're they've been out in the sun too long. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't like it though. I don't know. That's fine. Uh number two, Mission Impossible Fallout still uh working on ninety seven percent on tomatoes. Which is awesome because that's great for us. Um, in the in the, movie, that in the draft, yeah, no doubt, draft. no doubt, no doubt. Uh, and then at number one this week at the box office was The Meg, forty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But here's my question to you, as as someone who is not a fan of uh, Deep Blue Sea, do you think <laughs> this movie will be better than Deep Blue Sea? That anything's better than Deep Blue Sea. Oh, you're it? a son of a bitch and a prick. I'll tell you that right now. But that being said, that being said, you know Jason Statham has made a career out of playing the same character, like. Every single time. Yeah. No, he is. He is a, which is crazy because in Snatch, which is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. he's not playing the transporter role. He's not doing no. it. And he's great. Yeah. Like he's not like the tough guy. Like he's got a little toughness to him, but he's not like the tough guy in the movie. Right. You know, which is, you know, but. Uh, a couple of TV things here, Ryan. Uh, Better Call Saul episode two was last night. I don't know if you're caught up, but. Home run after home run here, back to back home runs. I should say that's what they they don't say home run after home run. They say back to back home runs in the sports world, Ryan. And Better Call Saul season four is off to a rip roaring start. Yeah, I saw the first episode and that was really good. Um, I'm probably going to watch right after we're done with this uh, on the Midnight Oil. I'm going to watch season uh, episode two. Yeah, get so, in uh, there. I'm excited for that. Like where we it's will going. Not be disappointed. Like yeah, it's real. It's really good stuff, and especially now. It's like Better Call Saul is already its own. It's like a good standalone show. 
But yeah. if you're a Breaking Bad fan, you're going to love this because the, what, what they're doing with it. Oh, okay. I like the sound of that. My other TV uh, show, or actually not the only other one, but one of the other ones I'm watching is Sharp Objects on HBO mm-hmm. with Amy Adams. So yeah. they're now through six of eight episodes. This is a slow burn. Let's let's just call it what it is. It's a slow yeah. burn, but they mm-hmm. have some really creepy shit that they put in there too. And it's like it's it's to the point where like I have to finish it and see what's going on. Also, what I think is nice is one of the producers came out and said it's one season. This is Good. it. Yeah, yeah. So you don't I mean, have to worry about it. It's a book, so like you know, I don't think they're gonna like. Well, Game of Thrones has done it, but that's what is Game of Thrones that can do no wrong, but. You know, Shopper Objects, the book was good and it had, you know, some little twisty turnies for you. So that's true. So there you go. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, really exciting news, particularly probably for our our boy Mac. The there was a lost Marilyn Monroe nude scene from the movie The Misfits in 1961. And it has been discovered. They Mm. this was they were not doing nude scenes back then. This is the early 60s, for heaven's sakes. They weren't doing nude scenes. They filmed a nude scene. Apparently, Marilyn Monroe, it was her idea. She was making sweet, gentle love to Clark Gable. Also a very handsome man, a great actor. She was in bed as that's that's one place to have intercourse. And her (laughs) she dropped a sheet, dropped a sheet. The director said, you know what, we're not putting it in the film. It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. The uh, Then they thought they destroyed it. They like they didn't put it in the movie, so they didn't make it. The director or one of the producer's sons, pervert probably, had, oh, yeah. had the copy of it in like a in like a drawer or like a shelf since like 1999 or something. Like, and you knew like some, some, uh, some guy who liked his porno like smuggled <laughs> that off the set. They're like, they probably handed it to some guy, like yeah. that real film, and he like took the film and like looked at it and like realized what it was, and he's like, "No, I'm keep I'm keeping this." He's like, "No, this is pretty good." So <laughs> I have, I have not seen it. I'm sure it's a real delight. So you can uh, wherever you go, you can go check out Marilyn Monroe from 1961. I'm sure it's a Max Rex, Max Max Rex. Uh, Ryan, are you ready for the next portion of the program? I I assume I am. Let's oh. do it. All right. It's time for Davy's video game Sounding crystal clear. Sounding great right now. I hope Um, it is. I'm really looking forward to hearing what it sounds like after. I have no idea. Yeah. So we. um, So so a lot of little news and notes here. So first, the first one is uh, Madden came out. So we got Madden, which is great. And this year, it seems like every year with Madden, we had a fresh new batch of glitches which are awesome if you look at them. Yeah, I, I guess tele- teleportation is a thing now. There was one video of a guy was uh, handing the ball, a straight handoff to Le'Veon Bell, a little off-tackle play, and he teleported like <laughs> 60 yards down the field, like Nightcrawl- past everybody. Nightcrawler style. Just, just like, uh, and touchdown. You know what I mean? And there was another one I saw where there was like a swing pass, and the ball got fumbled, and then the ball was fumbled like – all the way across the field, like directly to like one of the players on offense, which happened to be a Patriot, mm. and he ran in for a touchdown. So the ball went like that, like yep. straight across the field. Was it allowed? Um, it was like the Music City Miracle. Was kind of what it was. No, it was it was a fumble. The ball was on the ground and yeah. mysteriously ended up in someone else's hands. This so, is not a popular opinion, Ryan. I'm not gonna. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't because they have done nothing new, and the game is rushed, and it's never it's it's never a like great. 
And but all people only, do is but, complain about it. But not only that, so right now, and I can't play as many games consi- like in a, at the same time as you can, but right yeah. now I'm playing Overwatch and Tekken, and then I'll soon be playing Spider-Man, and then I know what uh, Red Dead is coming out, Last of Us. Like, there's too many games coming out yeah, where I'm not even going to have too time. Many. NHL will probably get, so I don't have time for Madden. So you don't have no one has to, no one has time for that, especially a game like I said that's like not it, the people who play Madden rave about it. The same people who like play two K, like I, they embrace the glitches and they like the glitches. I, I just I don't have time for it. Yeah. Um, I wrote an op ed article for Mammoth Gamers um, about this whole thing that came out with Ninja and his uh, his opting out of playing with women. Um, this seems to be kind of a hot button issue with the Fortnite community right now, especially the streaming community, the people on Twitch. Um, they they see it as him uh, purposely keeping down uh, the female streaming community, um, and it's not it's just not true. Like I, I it, from what I've seen, uh, from what I've heard of him, like I I don't even like Fortnite, and I'll watch his stream because I think he's like a he's just a good guy. Um, yeah, he seems like he, a decent dude who's really good yeah. at games and is like a fun guy, and like he's making making the most of it. And his his reasoning is like I just don't want to invite that kind of like negativity into my marriage into my life. Uh, I don't want you know whoever I choose to play with, no matter if she's like the most respected female gamer or one just gamer in general. Like I don't want people like going after her. I mean, look at uh, like Ruby Rose. Like when people say, "Oh, Ruby Rose is Batgirl," and then she has to quit Twitter and Instagram because people are dickheads. Like he just doesn't want to do that to them. And I mean, well, I, that was to like me, that that actress. There was like that actress they cast as Starfire. Remember who was black, yeah. and everyone's freaking out. It's like she's not black. It's like yeah, she's an orange alien. Like, like what do you? What care? is wrong with people? I, I, just, yeah, I, I I'll understand. never get it. Yeah. So um, wait, let me ask you something. So now, if you want to read. Yeah, go ahead. I was, uh, um, if you were in a similar spot, because obviously, yeah. like, like Ninja's at like the the top, like he's getting millions of followers and all this other stuff. But if a similar thing happened to you, where like your Twitch stream was rolling on, you started like you play with Shime, you play with us, you play with different guys. Yep. If if you were playing with girls, would you have the same concerns or would you not? Uh, if I so it's you know when you say it, uh, if uh, I think when when my stream gets to be I you know hundred thousands of people are watching my me bad. Uh, my, bad. my bad I think it's I think it's a conversation you have to have with the woman you are playing with like you got to understand like like when I it, it's kind of like it's not the same but it's a little bit similar like when I tell you hey what would really help me out is if you retweet this from the Keefe account because you have more followers. And what is the first thing you say to me? You're gonna get a lot of stuff. You're gonna get. You're gonna get a. And are you prepared to deal with that? Right. And you know me well enough to know that. Like I've gotten better since we started the podcast. <laughs> the but answer like, is yes and be, no. Mostly no. When when uh when we first started this podcast, like I was not great about handling uh, like anybody who said anything about me. Like I responded positive, yeah. negative, indifferent. Whatever. I was like, you can't um, do that. Can't do that because that just that just invites. Right. Bad things. So, like, I think that's the conversation you have. Like, this, it, I would love to help you out, but you got to understand, like, with that comes this. And it's not me. Like, I'm not trying to. And if it's something you really want to deal with, fine. If yeah. not, like, I think for him to be like, no, um, that's his choice. And I totally respect that because it is a poison, toxic community at times. Oh, it absolutely um, is. Yeah. But if the person is, if uh someone like a, a girl i talked to was like no i'm i don't care let's just let's rage i'm like all right let's do it like whatever happens happens and i i respect you enough to respect your decision and we'll roll with it you know so, so is it uh mammoth gamers where can they check that out 
Uh, it's at mammothgamers.com. Um, you can, yeah, it'll be, you'll, you'll find me on there. Um, I love writing for those guys. Those guys are great. So, and they're hosting this podcast now on their website, which is nice for them. So I like that. You can find this all, podcast there too. All that? good. Look, it's all, it's synergy. Synergy. Yeah. Synergy. That's the so name a of couple the game. Th- Yeah. So a couple things I'll just hit on these quickly. Uh, Blizzard announced that there's more Diablo coming, which is nice for Diablo fans. I don't know what shape or form, if it's going to be Diablo 4, if it's going to be uh, like an, an expansion, like they just did with World of Warcraft. Speaking of World of Warcraft, played that for the first time the other night. Not for me. Yeah. Not for Meh, me, but not that, for me either. Can't play everything. Um, the Uncharted movie now has a script and is moving forward, hmm. which is which is great. A little modern day Indiana Jones action with a a rogue like Indiana Jones. Okay, which is nice. Which is nice. A little Nathan Drake action. All right. Um, we saw that. our first look at QuakeCon at Doom Eternal, and that looks awesome. As somebody who's grown up, I think my very first love of gaming started with Wolfenstein and with the original Doom. So it's great to see that we're still uh, cranking with Doom titles. It yeah. looks great. looks fast. Um, Nintendo Switch Online is coming next month. So for those of you, the big knock on Nintendo Switch is like, oh, it's cool, but like you can't play online. Now you can. Game uh, changer. Starting next- That's a huge game changer. People huge will be all game in, changer uh, for yeah. Switch. Yeah. Um, which is already a cool console. Now they're just making it a little bit cooler. Uh, and the last bit of news I got is New Game Plus is coming to God of War uh, August 20th. Just in time for me to beat that game again going into Spider-Man September 7th. I like so it. It's, uh, so, yeah, New Game Plus is awesome. I use that with uh, the Arkham Batmans all the time. Uh, you start uh, For those of you who don't know, New Game Plus is you start the game with all this stuff you unlocked from the last game. So you start, like pretty awesome which is nice like and that. that will do it that was longer than a minute for sure but we can get on to it now well we can go on to talking about more video games now yes we can we can always edit that in post too uh, right are you ready for the topic du jour what is that oh it's the topic of the day oh, and, okay yeah yep. today it is top 10 fighting games of all time so davey and I, I have put our heads together we have compiled we are the voting panel so if you agree which you might, if you disagree, which you likely will, you can hit us up at Dork Podcast on Twitter, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. That is if you have a lengthy complaint. You can send us an email, which we read all the emails, by the way. We read every single one of them, so send them sure our do. way. Uh, these are, and if you yeah, if uh, you have a problem, you can if you're watching the Twitch stream right now. First of all, oh. you know if you're watching the Twitch stream, throw a follow in there if you're watching for the first time. Hit that little heart, and also uh, if you have a problem with it, say it in the chat. Go ahead, fire away, and we will answer questions at the end of the podcast. So, Ryan, first let's begin with some honorable mentions. So, Davey, what we yes. both did is we we uh, we ranked our own lists one through fifteen. Uh, it was like. 10 points for one or whatever the, the thing was. You don't need to worry about it. But then we combined the two lists, and then the, the honorable mentions were the, the highest-rated ones that didn't make the top 10, obviously. Um, I'll start with one of the first honorable mentions for me. That would be Tekken 2. Tekken 2 for the PlayStation. Uh, I love this game. I absolutely love this game. really gets you with you know with Law and Lei and Nina and some of the characters – the first Tekken was was good, but they really started to ramp things up like a lot of these video games with their second installment. And Tekken 2, adding more characters, the graphics were a little bit better. This got me hooked. Like, we'll get into some of the Sega and Super Nintendo games, which were great. But it was that next console, I wasn't sure which games were going to be great, like fighting games. And for, for PlayStation 1, which I had, Tekken 2 was, was off the charts. 
And it was, for me, like, the reason it doesn't crack the top 10, and like you said, I agree with you, everything you said, the graphics were better, the characters were better, the gameplay was better, it was a little bit smoother, but it just wasn't there yet. Like, it just wasn't, like, it was just, um, from what we've seen from Tekken now, uh, which we will get into, we'll talk about Tekken a little bit later, um, looking back on it, like, the, the what they improved upon moving forward from Tekken 2, it was a great jumping off point, but what happened next was what really brought that game to the next level. Yeah. Uh, two other ones that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lump together here. They both just missed out. They're both great. That would be Injustice, Gods Among Us, and then the more recent Injustice 2, which are great. I mean, if you're a fan of DC, like even the comics are good. Like, they have their own storyline. They take all these super famous characters and they pit them in a fighting game. They all have the special moves, like the different sequences. Some people love it. Some people don't. And maybe that's why, why you're a fan or you're not a fan of the Injustice games. But I love them. And, like, the whole storyline is great. The way they weave in, you know, characters like Batman and Superman, but then also more obscure DC characters as well. These games are a lot right. of fun. And that's what – that's why we honorable mention is because the Injustice, the very first – the first Injustice, I think, had the better story. Um which was amazing. Like the playing the story mode, like you don't, a lot of these games, like you're just, it's a, it's a hack and slash fighter game. Like this one actually had a story that you cared about and with characters that you cared about. So that was nice to actually play. Um, it, like you said, it had its issues gameplay wise. And you know, uh, like some of the characters were way better than others, but, um, uh, it's, it's worth mentioning in this, in this list. No, you know, who's a, a, a sneaky good character in injustice Two, blue beetle. I don't, yeah, I, I remember you telling me. I that. don't hate it using. And then there's also downloadables like the Ninja Turtles, which our buddy Goo uses. The Ninja Turtles, Hellboy is one of them. Yeah. Um, they got a handful of different uh, downloadables there. Uh, another game, more old school, Ryan. And I know this was high, this was higher on your list than mine, but it also made my. I think it was in my honorable mentions originally. Is uh, Virtua Fighter? Yeah, and this this one gets mentioned because. Um, a lot of these games, the classic fighting game, has that that 2D side-scrolling where it's just on one plane, where you're going back and forth, um, side to side. And Virtua Fighter was kind of one of the first ones to open it up, where you can go uh, around, and you can go, like, up and, like, you could, there was ring outs, where you could, like, knock someone out of a ring. I just remember kinda, playing and, like, jumping and, like, having hang time like, for the first time, and being like, yeah. whoa, like, this is crazy, and, like, they can't catch yeah. me, and, like, just yeah. being like, this is so different than other games. And then you what like you do it too high and you're like no 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 and you go like out of the ring right yeah. right yeah that was good so that one like I said that but I, that's worth mentioning because some of these games wouldn't exist without Virtua Fighter so right. it needs to be mentioned in this, in this uh, list. it does and then the last honorable mention we're just doing five honorable mentions so we can get into our top ten would be Mortal Kombat X. Uh, spoiler yeah. alert: you will hear from at least one other Mortal Kombat on the the actual list, but Mortal Kombat X. Just sort of the the revived kind of version with the the sweeter graphics, the more characters, some downloadable characters. Uh, d- definitely a super fun game. A super fun game, and um, it took everything that Injustice One and Two did well and made it gory and gross and disgusting and awesome. Yes, so it's like a horror movie yes. fighting game. It's awesome. All right, should we get into our top ten? And also, as a reminder, at the, at the end, Ryan, rip through. After we do our top ten, uh, we'll quickly do the five worst games. The five the worst, worst games, worst yep. fighting games as well. Uh, number ten. Why don't you take that one away? So number ten, we have right now is a, a game that came out which was super fun in the arcade and a spe- has a special place in my heart because it was this um, and another game. I went to Las Vegas with my mother when I was fourteen years old, and this was the one of the first two games I won money playing and that was um uh killer instinct 
which was a game that was put out by uh, Midway and uh, Rareware. Uh, it was it was supposed to come out, which, which was then called the Nintendo Ultra 64. Right. Um, oh, which yeah. then became the Nintendo 64. Um, a game that one of the coolest things about it, um, the story was fine, uh, the, but the graphics were, think like Donkey Kong Country, like that kind of like Rareware, like that kind of game. Yeah. Um, but the combos were ridiculous. And the most fun, it, it was super fast, focused on combos. And one of the cool things that it did um, that I don't think any other fighting game has done since is you had two life bars. So instead of there being rounds, you would um, your life bar would go down to the bottom and then it would immediately shoot back up. But the person who won the round got to keep like that health that they had for the first round of the fight. Yeah. So you actually had to stage like a huge comeback to actually win, um, which was which was kind of a cool thing and new at the time and a game that I just picked up and was awesome at. That helps. Um, That definitely something. Yeah. Yeah. You, you play what you play what you're good at, yes. you know what I mean? And, and this was one that um, I dropped a lot of money on, got really good at. And then um, it, it was just a favorite of mine. A, a super cool gameplay and super fast and cool character. Well, so, I also think like, Killer Instinct I enjoyed because there was there's three or four and, and we're going to hit on a lot of them sort of franchises in the fighting. Right. There's a, there's like yep. a very clear top three, maybe four. Like There's yeah. probably a Mount Rushmore of fighting game titles and Killer Instinct wasn't one of them. So. When you wanted to play a fighting game and you wanted to play something a little bit different, I remember Killer Instinct sort of it had sort of a different feel to it, and it was it was a lot of fun. So that's a good pick. Uh, number nine on our list is Soul Calibur Two. Soul Calibur Two, which uh, Yoshi Michu is in all these. So if he's if it's good, if yes. it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me, right? Yeah. And one of the other cool things about Soul Calibur Two, um, again, you said Soul Calibur One was fine, right. um, and. This was like leaps and bounds better than that. But the coolest thing that they did, um, first of all, you had weapons, which was nice. Yeah, um, different. And you know, depending on the game console you bought Soul Calibur on, it came with a down like a, a free character. So for the Dreamcast, it was Link. Uh, for PlayStation, it was Hayachi from from Tekken. And for Xbox, which I had Soul Calibur for, you actually got to play as Spawn. Oh, that's sick. which was awesome yeah. which was awesome so um and they they had three different boxes for each uh for each console um and it was it, that was a lot of fun too and there was a character i forget the name of the character but todd mcfarlane actually um he designed one of the characters in soul caliber 2 and then uh yeah so that was for xbox so that was sweet i just remember it was so smart to like put characters from one game into another game because Soul Calibur, I wasn't even a Yossi Michu player, but I was just familiar with him from Tekken. And then somebody was like, oh yeah, he's in the Soul Calibur series too. And I'm like, I should give that a shot. And then you start playing it because of him. Yeah, playing that. But so, uh, yeah. pretty good game. Like the, again, and, and like most of them, it was the second one that they really got right. Like they, they took a good game originally, really improved it. And then after that, there were some good games, but this one I think is the best. So this is the, the in our opinion, the best Soul Caliber game. We both had it on our list with Soul Caliber two. Yeah. Uh, number eight. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you yes, have this one please. because I put this on my list because I knew you were putting it on your list. So this one's probably the most polarizing one on the list. This is probably the one that we would get the biggest pushback on because you either loved this game, I feel like, or you didn't play it slash hated it. That would be in Eternal Champions. So this yes. came out, I played it for Sega and that's the only thing it came out for. Mo- the Sega. Oh, so it was not a so it was not a Super Nintendo game. Okay, nope, just Sega. Right. So that makes sense actually because there it is. I see it. 
There it is. What's that? Right behind oh, you. Oh, yeah. Eternal Champions. Oh, yeah. Is. This is great. Yeah. So this is for for our for our handful of Twitch viewers. Eternal Champions for Sega. Um, this There was a boom. And a lot of these games were talking about maybe you preferred it for the arcade. Maybe you preferred it for SNES. Maybe for, for Sega. Eternal Champions. This was right in the boom of Mortal Kombat Street Fighter. And Sega was like, we're going to make a game. So they make a game called Eternal Champions, which there's a whole crazy storyline to it it's like these nine fighters from all different timelines so guys from 50,000 bc to present day all these guys they all in the future and the future it's a they all died they all died before their time so this other guy the eternal champion he puts on this tournament so like they all have to come up with different reasons to have a tournament some of them make more sense than others so he takes all these dead fighters and dead just dead people Puts them together, and the whole idea is if you win the tournament, you get to go back to your life seconds before you died, and you also know what's going to happen and why the world was going to end, and you have to fix it. So there's a bunch of different characters. It has, as far as gameplay is concerned, I think it's very Street Fighter, like like the sounds. It is very Street Fighter. Like, you, know, like, you know the noise you make when you hit somebody or yep. all? It's very Street Fighter. But they also had, like levels certain things and levels could hurt you like one of those like environmental uh things players had weapons and so that was a different one yeah. you know what also was cool this is just like a little thing but you know how at the beginning when you first like turn your sega on and like you know it's sonic the hedgehog or whatever and it just says like sega so the sega thing comes out and every time you turn it on there's a different character like interacting with the sign like either punching it or kicking it it's a different character yeah i was just playing this recently actually i was like i gotta see how it is playing this recently. by the way i'm terrible at it now awful oh like, it's, it's hard nine-year-old me could just beat the shit out of everybody i go in there i was losing to the first guy i'm like i remember a couple of the moves i was always larson who was the cat burglar 1920 chicago he had like a he had a couple of weapons. He had like a grappling hook or whatever. He could like swing through the level. It was a fun game. It was kind of weird. It was a little bit different. And if you were sick of if you wanted to play a fighting game, like I said before, and you were sick of Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, I thought Eternal Champions was great. I know not everybody would agree, but it was high on my list. Davey had it, I think, as an honorable mention. So it comes in at number eight. It comes in at number eight on our so list. And I put it as an honorable mention just because I knew it was going to be on your list and I wanted to talk about it. So we needed <laughs> yes. to mention it somewhere. Um, next up. So at number seven, we have Marvel versus Capcom 2. And I want to, this is one of my favorite uh, fighting games because this was like unlike anything. Like think of like Worlds Colliding. Like this came out, I believe, 2001 or 2002. 99. Okay. So 99. Uh, 99, this came out. And it was the very first. So Marvel versus Capcom, you think of like, all right, how many characters are they going to have from each? 56 playable characters. I was just going to say, I was like, I was going to quiz you on what characters were available in it. but I I had to have it in front of me because like there there are are characters in this game that you would never put in a video game before. And like think of the crossover event of the century. Must have been of that century. But you had everyone from... Uh, Wolverine, Spider-Man, uh, Juggernaut. No, 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 no. You could play a... Let me, let me read through at least the Marvel characters because it's worth yeah. it. The, the Capcom characters, everybody it. might not know. These were all the Marvel characters in this video game. Uh, this is alphabetical order. Blackheart, Cable, Captain America, Colossus, Cyclops, Doctor Doom, Gambit, Hulk, Iceman, Iron Man, 
Juggernaut, Magneto, Marrow, no idea, Omega Red, Psylocke, Rogue, Sabretooth, Sentinel, Shuma, Gorath, Silver Samurai, Spider-Man, Spiral, Storm, Thanos, Venom, War Machine, and Wolverine. What a ridiculous... Like that lineup alone. That's a game. Right there. That's a, that's a great game. Like, And then you throw in some of, the, some of the ones that jump out to me from Capcom would be Chun-Li, uh, Zangief, uh, Ryu, Mega Man, M. Bison, Ken. It was, it, was, it was a pretty good group over there, too. Yeah, and you've had yeah, like other ones like Mega Man. Yeah. Uh, uh, Strider was in the game, too. Yep. Um, Morgan from, in the, uh, from Dark... Uh, was it... Darkstalkers, we that one was an honorable mention for me. Darkstalkers, right, right, right. That was a good one, right. Um, but like this game, and the beauty of this game was it was almost like Tekken Tag, where you could you pick two characters, and you could tag them in and out. So you could have like I remember playing. I would play as Spider Man and Venom, yeah, or I would play as Gambit and Wolverine. That's a good time. Like, and it was just right. like, yeah. And I found myself more gravitated towards the Marvel characters. I for sure was, because, yeah, because. I, I as much as I love Street Fighter, um, I'm not. I don't want to play as Ken or Akuma. Like if I get to play as Spider Man, I'm no. playing as fucking Spider Man. Like, that's how. That's just how mm-hmm. we're gonna roll. But 56 characters in a system that like the the game was fast. It had an awesome combo system. It had an awesome combat system with like super moves and like everyone had a different thing going on, like style of play. So it was a super fun game, super fast. Uh, you can still get it. You can still get it on like PlayStation Network. So I would say do that if you no, can. That's, that's a sure. good one. That's real good. Yeah. Uh, number six, Tekken Tag Tournament. So a number of Tekken games in the series. Uh, Davey and I pretty soon are going to stream uh, Tekken 7 at some point. Uh, so there's been seven Tekkens. There's also been two Tekken Tags. So we put the first Tekken Tag Tournament in there. And it's just the idea that it's it just a new wrinkle. Like if you're good with two characters, you play as both characters and you damage you know, the other, the other your opponent as much as you can. I just love like Tekken to me has always stood out as the the better games in the series, and I know I know there's differing opinions on that. I just I love Tekken. This to me is probably their second best game. Um, but the idea that you you mash them up together, throw in a little uh, Tekken bowling for good measure, and you got yourself a good game. Good you know, and one of the, one of the cool things too is I remember we would sit um, like four people like on a couch. And like we even got it good enough to the point where like I would hit the button and hand you the controller, right? So it'd be like four player, like yeah, it's, it's two controllers, two two. but it was four people, right? So when, when yeah, one guy I just, died, hit the button, guy, go it ahead, yeah, go ahead, take it, or even like mid round, I'm like, all right, I got to tag out, and give it, to, you know what I yeah. mean? Just for yeah, for right, because it wasn't it wasn't uh oh my guy's dead now the next guy's up like like a uh, battle royal or whatever. This was all right, you know they have so and so in there. I don't match up well with that character, so why don't you jump in? Is a smart, smart, fun game. All right, let's get into the top five, Ryan. Let's begin with number five. That would be the original Mortal Kombat. And only, you know, there's been a lot of good Mortal Kombat games, but I think any fighting game now um, owes to owes a lot to Mortal Kombat because what they added was like just an adult game. Like I remember when that game first came out, I think I was in like sixth grade, like fifth or sixth grade. And people were like up in arms about it. It was very bloody. Um, I mean, the fatalities alone were stuff that people hadn't seen in video games. And what, what was cool about this is this predates the internet really. So like you would only in whatever arcade you went to, it would be like a rumor yeah. that you could like rip someone's head off. 
or like you could like pull someone's heart out of their chest. I'm like, no, you can't. That's, that's but also, like you said, without without the internet, it's like, how did you find out about these? You had to like try stuff out, or somebody had to know it. Maybe you'd be in a magazine that somebody subscribed to. Like maybe I remember. So, so I, I recently I hooked up my my Sega just so I could play Eternal Champions and just jog my memory. I also played Mortal Kombat. I still remember Scorpion. Up, up, start. He rips the mask off and blows fire on the guy. Yep. Still remember that. And all, all I remember is uh, Sub-Zero, forward, down, forward, low punch was his. Yeah, it's great. But also, how crazy is this? So we just talked about Marvel versus Capcom 2 with 56 characters. Mortal Kombat had seven. Seven. And it was yeah. amazing. It was great. You were like, okay, great. I'll get good with two of these characters, and I will play over and over and over again. And it was very simple. You play. They had different uh, difficulties. And you would just go up the tower. You would face every other character in the game. You would do some endurance matches. Then you'd fight Goro. You'd fight Shang Soon, and then you win. Great, great. And then game. you fight yourself. You fight yourself. You mirror the, old ma- mirror the old mirror match. You know what never made sense to me though is the like the break a brick, like break the wood stuff. Yeah, because you're just the, ruining the your controller. Yeah, it's you're like just smash your controller like, like an asshole. I'm like, I don't want to do that. And then you get pissed. Yeah. and then you get pissed at right. It. I don't want that. I don't want that. I never life. really understood that in the Mortal Kombat games. I'm not a fan. Now I know there's like tricks to it. Break. You can take like a take like your license or your credit card and just like rub that over the top, and that like that yeah, just go that, like that. that, like yeah, that. that. But I'm like, I, what are we doing with this? What's the point? And you're just like just banging it, like banging on it. Yeah. You know, you don't want to do that. Um, so yeah, Mortal Kombat's great. A lot of these games owe a lot to what they have from Mortal Kombat. Obviously, yeah. just the oh look of God, it, yeah. just the great you know, game. Yeah. Um, so next on the list, and this one, it might be controversial too. Um, we put it on the list. It was high on the list because it's one of those games that people are obsessed with. And it's one of the biggest fighting games, fighting games ever. But there is this, this small grow. Uh, I would say small, it's a huge percentage of people do not consider this a fighting game. I, we, do. We, is, we both did. We both had it on the list. I wasn't did. sure which entry to put in there. But once I saw this was the one that you put on there, I just wanted to solidify that I was on the list because people love these yeah. games. And that is Super Smash Brothers Melee. So a lot of people say it's a, a kitty brawler, not a fighting game. Uh-huh. And that has to do with, well, well, I think the idea is that it's multiple levels. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not it's just a little one bit different. There's arena. no doubt. I mean, it's a little bit different. It's 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 a different fighting game. It's still a to me. It's still a fighting game. And the other thing too is there's not there are special moves, but you just have to hit a button. Like you don't have to put input a certain thing, a special thing to get a special move. You just hit a button, right? Right. Which makes it more of a brawler, like a side scrolling brawler, than it does a fighting game. But to me, if two people are going at each other this way, that's a fighting game. So good distinction there because I was I was pretty sure what my list was, but like we, when we do all these lists, I'm also you know giving it in a Bing, you know checking out what other people would have for theirs. Ask it. We're asking. I'm asking Jeeves. Jeeves. I'm saying Jeeves. Say. What, what, what other people think are the best fighting games? Because I just don't want to forget one. Like even though it probably wouldn't crack right. my list, but you know what was weird? Like so when you just like say like Metacritic or whatever, and you're like top rated fighting games, like Super Smash Brothers shows up. But you know what also shows up is like wwe 18 and i'm yeah, like so does like mike tyson's yeah, punch like, those aren't those is, aren't not fighting fight. games to me and neither right. is even like ufc games it, right. i mean that's that's literally fighting but to me that's like a more of a sports game yeah okay. sports game like i would consider mike tyson's punch out Sport, a, a sports, sports game. game i would consider ufc a wwe um, wwf sports entertainment game well right yeah right <laughs> you know 
but so, but, uh, so know, Smash not, Brothers, Smash Brothers, we've obviously both included here, and so that's yeah. why we have it. We have Melee coming in at number four. So just just a little touch on it. It's great. It's having all the Nintendo characters um, together fighting each other is awesome. Uh, I'm a big Captain Falcon guy. I love the Falcon Punch. Sure, Falcon Punch. I'm not. That's how he that's says how it. He says it. You know, I got it. it. I'm not making fun nope, of anybody. I'm clear. Good um, impression. Uh, if you if you use Kirby, you suck at the game and don't play it. It's cheating. It's like Kirby's the odd job of Smash. Kirby's odd job. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So without top right, three. Number three, Ryan. And this is my number one. I was shocked and appalled that it was not on your list. I do not understand this. This to me is the greatest. No, it was. This was an honorable No, it wasn't. Mention. No, it wasn't. I can pull up, I can pull up your list. It was not on there oh, and it not. made me sick to my stomach. That was an so it's the only that reason why it comes it in at number three. It happens to be maybe the game I was the best at, but it's also it really is one of the great game fighting. I mean, regardless of genre, this is one of the great games of all time. That'd be Tekken Three. Obviously, it's an arcade game. We played it on the PlayStation. We talked about you know Tekken Two was an honorable mention, and this just took it one step further. They added more characters to it. They they gave all you know the pre existing characters got a few more moves, a little bit more chain throws, a little bit more in depth with all the characters. All your favorite characters from Tekken were in Tekken three, like whether they're in seven two one five, the ones that you like the most. Trust me, they were in three or some you know variation like Gun Jack, like one of the guns or one of the jacks, whatever. They were all in there. Eddie Gordo shows up in Tekken. Eddie Gordo is in there. Gone Mm -hmm. is in there. That's right. Fucking gone. Um, This was an oversight on my part if it was not on my list. And because, like you said, you son um, of a bitch, this was my number one game. Well, maybe my thought was like, I'll put one of them in. Yeah, you put put, Tekken Tag in there somewhere. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I mean, the top two games are great. This this is my favorite. I will still play this game. Yeah. Like if it's put in front of me, I'm like hell yeah, and I'll play it for hours. Um, a great bad guy. Remember Ogre it was like the yes. the last guy you fought. Ogre. And he turned True into like Ogre. that, and he could shoot fire. True Ogre, and then he could shoot fire. Ogre Ogre was actually Gon's kryptonite because he had a really good low kick combo where he had several low kicks, which all struck Gon. So Ogre was really good against Gon. Uh, True Ogre had the fire, which was un- unblockable, which was really good. Unblockable. But yeah. Jin, um, this is Jin's debut. He's become one of the great characters yep. in the game. They just keep adding to the Hayashi, like, Kazuya family. And then they just keep adding characters. But it's awesome. Like, I, I absolutely love this game. Yeah. And I, I can't, we, we could spend a whole episode going over the how Tekken works and the story and everything like that. But one of the things that you touched on, and I want to reiterate, is this game was it was super easy to play, but really hard to get good at. Like you could pick it up and play it and be like, all right, I get it. The buttons are so simple because you have left, right, punch, left, right, kick, like each button. And that's it. Like you don't have like this, like there's three buttons. So you have to like, you're, you're up What's here like, with a home system. Yeah. So you just, you just hear, uh, unless you're the general who we've talked about, uh, off well, and on. I incorporated the, his buttons. I incorporated the two fingers. I would play with my pointer finger and my middle finger on either, I guess what square and triangle or X and circle. That's how I would play. And that, that really helps with a lot of the combos. Oh, so no. So you went, I'm not, I'm not talking about like mapping like, like this. So we used to like, when we, depending on the character, we would actually play like that. 
like like, like this, like there, this. Yeah. I know if you're if you're listening to the podcast, you can't. But that's see what me, I mean. Like, like two, like so out of the four buttons yeah. that like the four main buttons that you hit, I you'd have two fingers on it at a time. You'd have to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have but to. that game was incredible, and they added some of the other stuff too, like the like the team attack or like the like attack mode, whatever they called it. Because before I don't, you couldn't really do that. Whereas this one, if you wanted a team of six, so you could either get six friends, you could get three friends, each person could be two characters, or you could do one on one, and each person picks six characters, and you just go through. And what was fun there is, so say the first guy perfects the other guy's first guy, well then you still get to keep your first guy, and then you just face the second yeah. guy, right? And on, and on down the line. So it was, it was great. And it rolls over. And the, all the te- I've played every Tekken game since then. And they're all fun, but there was just something different about that game. And maybe, you know, part of that was we were in high school. We all get to play a lot together. I understand that's probably part of it, but Tekken 3 is, is my favorite. Um, now, did this was this the one that also had Tekken Force? Uh, was Tekken Force in Tekken 3 or is it Tekken? I think they added that later on. No, I don't think it was in Tekken 3. I think that was when they upped the that's system. That might have been the PS2 game, maybe 4 even. Yeah, four yeah. Have. Which was cool. They had Tekken Force, which was like a side side-scrolling brawler like streets of rage but you could play yeah, you as, like beat the shit out of like these like character. drones yeah it was awesome so uh coming in at number two another number two a lot of twos here but uh mortal kombat 2 now everything good we said about mortal kombat um was the ante was upped um and some of the i would say some of the best fatalities in mortal kombat were in mortal kombat 2 um some of my favorites included uh jacks just like ripping your arms off. Yep, that's a good which one. Which was like that's always fun. which was which was kind of which was kind of creepy because it didn't actually kill the person. They're just like standing there screaming. Like I mean, it eventually, you know, it if they didn't cut them. away, it eventually would. You're if they didn't bleed. get medical assistance, like quickly. they needed, you know, yeah. you're gonna bleed out oh, pretty quickly. Yeah. And then the one uh, Kung Lao with the hat slice, Kung Lao was like good. down yeah. the middle where you like you opened like a like a th- that was awesome to me. Um, and then they had some like lame ones too, but I would say this is where that game got. Great. But you also just named two really good characters that weren't in the first one, and like, right? You know, they so, they up the ante, like reptile. They up the ante with a lot of these different guys, different characters that came in there, and you started to get some of like the weird stuff. Isn't this where they 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 de- debuted the toasty like that asshole? Was that in this? No, they, that, that wasn't. But it was much more prominent, and there was much more stage fatalities, which people liked. Remember, you just uppercut someone and they fall into the pit. Yes. These were like much more involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were spikes on the ceiling in one level. Uh, there was still a pit. There's always a pit. Um, there's always pits. and then pits uh, and spikes. But there's like more spikes. Now. spikes. Like they keep adding spikes to the mix. But yeah, it, uh, Mortal yeah. Kombat Two was was really good. Uh, was the boss. do you want to take number one? Because you like this game a lot more than I do. So you take this one. So this, in my mind, is the one that kind of started this whole thing. Um, and that is, now I'm going to be specific. Uh, this is, we're talking about, obviously, number one with a bullet, Street Fighter 2. Dun, dun, dun. Like, you knew this well, was yeah, coming. Like, you knew this was going to be on. Yeah, we, need, we didn't have any Street Fighters on here, so you knew this was going to be um, Street Fighter 1, if you've ever had the, the chance to play that, is, like, unplayable. Um, that game is super hard. Uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, the voiceover work is like, you can't really understand it. Um, and you get to play as Ryu and that's it. Um, I do like Ryu. But when Street Fighter 2, yeah, Capcom, I don't know how they did it, but this game, it settled a lot of arguments uh, with me and my older brother. It, uh, I, I kicked his ass every time too. So that was <laughs> how I won arguments as a kid. 
the other game that I won money playing at as a, as a young person, but like Street Fighter 2 Turbo, uh, once you could play as like the other characters, like there were three, four other characters. There was uh, Balrog, Saget, who was the last bad guy in Street Fighter 1, Vega, and then M. Bison shows up at the end. I mean, getting to play as all those characters is great. And this is the first game, and it was done by accident. I don't know if people know this, that introduced combos ah, in fighting yes. games. And, it, and they did it. It was a glitch. Funny. And it was brought to Capcom's attention, and the game designers thought that the people enjoyed them so much that they kept them. Can you imagine a fighting game now without combos? Without there, combos? I don't even know like, what to do. And like the kick that Ryu and Ken does that like goes straight up in the air and it actually hits you twice. Like it goes up and then comes yeah. down and actually hits yeah, you yeah, twice. Yeah. That was a glitch. That was a oh, glitch. No like it wasn't supposed to do that. And they left it. And there was a couple other things that happened. Like the hitboxes were weird. So like, but they kept it. So now combos are a thing. If not for this game, uh, fighting games wouldn't be what they are. There would be no combos. There would be no like, you know, I, I don't know. But I can't say enough about this game in terms of like what it meant to other fighting games. We talk about more, uh, a lot of these games owe a lot to Mortal Kombat and like Tekken and all these games, but all of those games owe what they are to Street Fighter 2. And I will say, I will go to the grave saying that, that there would be no modern fighting games without Street Fighter 2. Now, do you think there's a, so the Street Fighter franchise, the Mortal Kombat franchise, and the Tekken franchise, is there a fourth one that deserves to be in that group or no? Because like, I don't, Uh, a lot of people, you know what didn't make this list was uh, Dead or Alive. A lot of people like yep. Dead or Alive. Okay. Um, I would, and that was one of those games where people were like, you got to play Dead or Alive. You got to play Dead or Alive. And it was good. But I'm like, why don't I just play Tekken? Like, I don't Yeah, know, like, I feel like I feel like there's not really a, a fourth horseman here. I feel like if you want to get into the Soul Calibur series or Killer Instinct or Marvel Capcom or Injustice, it's like those are all fun, but it's those three. So, uh, Ryan... Uh, if you're playing any Street Fighter, which character would you use right out of the shoot? A must-win game in Street Fighter. Who do you pick? Ryu. Ryu. Yeah, I think I pick him as well. Or 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 Akuma. Okay. The 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 dark horse who I who shows up in Street Fighter Three. Like you've played every Tekken, I've played every Street yeah. Fighter. Um, there's a, a character named Sean, hmm. who is a uh, who is in only in Street Fighter Three. Okay. Um, who who I would I would play with if given my uh, druthers. Hmm. Okay. Or Akuma. I'm very good. In Street Fighter 4, I was a nasty Akuma. Um, and, uh, or is it? Yeah, Street okay. Fighter 4. So, um, what about, but I just, oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, 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 go, go ahead. ahead. Keep going. Um, Street Fighter 5, I play with all the time and I play uh, a lot of, um, a lot more Ken. Ken? More Ken okay. than anybody else. Uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat franchise, who's your go to? Baraka. Or uh, let's see, and, and Mortal Kombat X. I really Aaron Aaron Black. I'm pretty good. At Aaron oh, Black. Aaron Black's a character. I'm kind of a traditionalist. Yeah. I would probably go Scorpion in most cases. Uh, Cyrax. I was pretty good in in number in Mortal Kombat three, and then uh, Mortal Kombat X. I used a lot of Reptile. I ended up using him a lot. A lot of Reptile. No Jason. No, no uh, Jason or Predator or uh, yeah no. Yeah. Michael Myers. And then Tekken 3, or just the Tekken franchise, again, Tekken 3 gone is only exclusive to that game. I'm probably a Lei, Law, Nina would probably be my guys. You, of course, Eddie Gordo and uh, 
Eddie Gordo and Huarang. Right. They say it in the game. Huarang and uh, Jin. I have a, I oh, have yeah, a Jin. Yep. Jin. Good. So, uh, but I, Eddie Gordo, if you gun to my head, gun to my balls. I'm going to Eddie dick. Gordo. You're going with Eddie Gordo. All right. Before we yeah. get to pick of the podcast, I just want to let everybody know that we are going to answer some Twitch questions. We have time for a handful of Twitch questions. You might as well get those in now. Davey will monitor those and then we'll get to them at the end. But, Rot, you also yeah. came up with the five worst fighting games. Oh, yeah. So if you guys have questions, now's the time uh, to uh, – and I'll, I'll lean on my moderators a little bit to compile some of these questions. But the five, I would say the five worst fighting games I've ever played. Yes. Later. Um, coming in at number five, coming in at number five is a game that I never, I never played, but I saw people play, and I think it came out for like 3D. Oh, it's Atari Jaguar. That this came out for. Uh, it was called Bikini Karate Babes. <laughs> what a piece yeah, of shit! This game, and, and like all, all women fighters. Well, that, I don't, I've, all of them wearing. Let me like, go on the record. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. But I do have a problem with the objectification of said women, so where they are at least wearing bikini, bikini tops. Mm. Um, and, but, uh, from what I saw, just a completely unplayable well, thank mess. You. Um, the number coming in at number four, Star Wars Masters of Terras, Terras, I don't even know how to say this. Terras Kasai, uh, Terras Kasi, Terras Kasi. Jesus Christ. You have a game with, you have Luke Skywalker in it and you don't give him a lightsaber. I don't like that. He fights with his with I don't his care fists. for that at all. Like that doesn't make it, that doesn't make any sense. Um, coming in at number three, and someone just popped this up in the chat, but yes, Shaq Fu. <laughs> Shaq Fu, of um, course. Shaq, like, no reason for this game to be made. It doesn't, the story doesn't make any sense. Um, the button, remember, like, that you had to, like, press start to, like, it with on Genesis, like, you had to, like, there weren't enough buttons, so you had to, like, press start to access, like, no, the other buttons. Felt like that. Doesn't make any sense. Um, oh, so someone, oh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, uh, number two was an arcade. It was an Atari game, another Atari game, but it was an arcade game that got ported to everything else. It was a game called Pit Fighter. Did you ever play no, that? Never played Pit. No. They tried to do like a Mortal Kombat thing where it was like actual people and it was like motion capture with actual people, but it was one of the worst games I've ever played. Super frustrating because like you would people would hit you and like you wouldn't like it wouldn't like come close yeah, to your right, face, right? Or you would or you would like punch through someone's head and uh, like wouldn't hit them. Um, so super, super frustrating. Um, and I would say probably there are some bad fighting games, but one of the worst fighting games, I would say the worst fighting game I've ever played is Street Fighter. The This movie. is insane. We talked about this when we did video game movies or you know, movies, yeah. video games. We did we did episodes on both. But I remember the fact that they were like, hey, let's take a great video game and make it a movie. You're like, OK, like, good luck. Let's take that terrible okay. movie yeah. and make it into a video game. And that's what they did. Not only that, but let's take a, a, two very good video games, right? So you have Street Fighter II, Mortal Kombat. You mix them together. And on top of that, you put characters from a real shitty movie in that game. <laughs> and it, it became like the, like the uh, worst, the worst game I think I've, a fighting game I've ever played. Um, just awful. Like the motion capture was terrible. They tried to do like a Mortal Kombat thing where it's like actually Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like unplayable, unplayable. Uh, uh, but to, to some we might have missed. Um, I just want to mention too. Uh, Def Jam Vendetta was a super fun game. We mentioned oh, yeah. that I think on the stream last time. Like playing as Method Man and Red Man, where you just like punch people. And in then the, the balls guy who was the guy that was really good? Who's yeah, Joe, Joe Budden? <laughs> like Joe, Joe Budden's Joe like Budden's the last the killer. Guy? Yeah. Okay. Like what is that? Um, 
Let's see. Uh, that's one we missed. Uh, Clay Fighter. I never liked Clay Fighter. Uh, I thought that was dumb. Uh, let's see. So there, yeah, that's it. That's I pretty mean, that's much it. We, we had a so few other honorable mentions, but that, yeah. that's a pretty good list. So uh, once again, real quick, from one from one to ten, Street Fighter Two Turbos number one, number two, Mortal Kombat Two number three, Tekken Three number four, Super Smash Brothers Melee number five, Mortal Kombat number six, Tekken Tag Tournament number seven. Marvel versus Capcom 2, number 8, Eternal Champions, number 9, Soul Calibur 2, and number 10, Killer Instinct. Anything else, Ryan, before we get to the pick of the pod and then some Twitch questions? No. Let's, right. let's hit it. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? Uh, mine's kind of lame this week, so I'm going I'm to receive. I'll go first. Um so one of the games I've been playing, it's a game. Uh, the game is Dead Cells. Uh, I've been playing that a lot, uh, even not even on on stream, but uh, off offline as well. Um, and it is, it's super fun. Uh, they call it a Metroidvania. Some of you guys who are watching right now have seen me play it. Um, it's so hard, but it's so fun. Uh, it's a permadeath uh, roguelike game, kind of a dungeon crawler. Um, super fun game, and you can pick it up now for like any system, I guess. So, and the only other thing I would say too is uh, I'm wearing this T-shirt right now. So if you can see it, um, there's this new uh, podcaster reach out to me. Uh, they're called Mark and Drew. <laughs> Mark and Drew, it uh, looks, yeah. and they said Mark and Drew. They sent me a T-shirt. They look fun. Um, they they look fun, and and if you've seen that episode of The Office where they talk about the Finer Things Club, like that's kind of what their podcast is. Like they reached out to me, but they want to talk about like some Jane Austen books and some like literature or some books that they've read. Oh yeah, you so guys can, I'm going to check, yeah, check out. Do that off air maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So check out air. Mark and Drew. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, my pick of the pod. This is, we have a lot of sports fans, Ryan, I would assume that listen to the yeah. podcast. So a uh, television show we haven't talked about, but it's back for another year. Second episode is going on right now as we're recording this. That would be Hard Knocks, and it's on HBO. Even yeah. bad Hard Knocks is pretty good. Similar to Pizza, it's you know like the Dolphins and the Rams were pretty bad, but it's still it's only four episodes. You at least like enough of it, and so the Cleveland Browns, the zero and sixteen Browns, but they have the number one pick in Baker Mayfield. They have a new high priced wide receiver in Jarvis Landry. They got a couple of other guys that are somewhat interesting. So one episode in, I think it's worth watching. I think it's fun. It's it's a cool show. How how insane do they do that every week? So they shoot it during the week, so it's like a week behind. Yes, that's what it is because everything. So this week's week. episode, but it's not it's not a full week because this week's episode, it's a Tuesday night. They're going to highlight yeah. their preseason game, I believe, from Thursday. So it's a pretty quick turnaround. How crazy! If if they sign Des Bryant tomorrow, how insane is that? Episode? I can't wait. I hope. Oh, I want the Patriots to sign Des Bryant, but if they don't, then the Browns so will be good because at least you could get them on TV a little bit. So, yeah. So that's it. So if you guys, now's the time. Uh, we've we've hit the pick of the pod. If you guys have any questions, uh, the chat line is open right now. We'll be. Uh, We'll be we'll be here to take all your questions. So one question, uh, right, one question so, I whatever. saw. You could fill a couple. One question yeah. I saw on there, and it's a good question. So uh, our original Dork logo, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. Yes. The second Dork logo. We had an old old school logo that was designed by everybody. Is that it behind you? Um, no, this is the EEI logo right there. The okay. the, the, right. the like the middle one, the one that we had for a long run, the one that Goo designed. So it was sort of my idea and then Goo's design. Yep. Uh, we sold shirts for that. And so somebody in the chat yes, had that shirt at Comic-Con and people were asking him 
what all at that point we had to change it for copyright reasons because we're hope hopefully this podcast gets big and then they're going to be like you need to change that so he asked what did each letter where did it come from and so the original okay. dork logo it was the d was the daredevil d like if you looked at a if you looked at a comic book it was that daredevil d the o was the green lantern logo the r was robin's logo and then the k this was the hardest one we had we had a hard time finding a k it was the hardest one it's the actual font of jurassic park (laughs) yes so it is the Jurassic. oh i forgot to mention by the way killer instinct also featured sweet dino which i um where you could actually play as a velociraptor call that that was my favorite character in killer instinct as you can imagine uh what else we got Okay, so we got uh, when's the Luke Cage season two episode coming? That's a good question. Uh, that'll be coming uh, soon. soon. In the near so future. So some of the other episode um, ideas in the at some point, I, I do want to see Happy Time Murders. I feel like we could do an episode on that because yes. that looks hysterical. Yep. Um, we'll eventually, we could probably space that out a little bit more, but we got to do Breaking Bad season two at some point. I don't know when. <laughs> yeah, we do. We um, do. Yeah. yeah, we'll get there. We'll we'll get to we'll, we will do Luke Cage season two. After all, there's there's 52 we weeks will. in a year, so we'll we'll get there. Uh, better villain Chuck Teats or Eugene? Do- it says Eugene Boggs, but it's Eugene Eugene Dobbs. I would say neither because we vanquished both of them. Yeah, they were done. Good. They were they were in it and they were out. Yeah. Now watch. They're probably not convinced they're real people. Kind of hard to say. Yeah. Kind of hard to say. I think one of them's goo, but that's that's fine. Uh, speaking of fights, who wins in a cage match? Uh, fight to the death, Mac or Wombat? I'll hang up and listen. So that, that's Shine. Just wants any to know. Wombat? Who wins in a, Any Wombat, like the animal? I mean, you got to go to Australia I for that Mac, fight. Yeah, and Mac, uh, Mac is a fireman, though. They're tough. Yeah, Mac is a fireman, and Mac is tough as nails. He's from Watertown. I'd probably, so any Wombat. I think Mac I'd take Mac. Him. If it's just and one all, Wombat, I would it, take Mac. Yeah. In a fair fight, I might take the wombat, but you said street fight, so Mac. I'm taking Mac. Does he have a yeah. axe or a uh, fire hose? Let's see. It does, uh, Smash Brothers main Captain Falcon. Oh God, I don't even know. That's I haven't played Smash Brothers Man. in forever. Yeah, just name a Nintendo character. Be like, oh, yeah. Be like, oh yeah. There you go, <laughs> Toad. Uh, yeah, Mac is definitely a wild card. Uh, let's see. You anything else? Who else has a question here? Uh, Ever play King of the Monsters, the arcade game? Yes, I did play uh, Time Killers. Uh, Time Killers was one of those games. It was a ripoff of Eternal Champions. But the cool thing about Time Killers uh, is you could cut off people's limbs, like mid-fight. Like, they didn't stop the fight. Like, you just, like, hack someone's arm off. Yes, that was pretty good. I did actually play that game. That was an arcade by my house uh, called Fun World. Not Fun Spot, but Fun (laughs) World. It was a knockoff of Fun Spot. They had Time Killers. Yeah. It definitely was. Fun World was definitely a not. It was Southern New Hampshire's fun spot. So uh, I did play Dick Tracy on NES. Uh, that game was impossible. Um, almost as, as impossible as Who Framed Roger Rabbit on NES, which, Rich, I know you're. I did. I, I, the game was actually not terrible. The, the movie is the greatest of all time. We should probably do a full episode on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Actually, you, you know what? Should. I would it love to talk- do that. That's a great idea. Uh, someone, um, let's see. Someone asked. Jay Dunks asked, "Is photography art?" If you have seen Goo's wedding photos, you would say that it is absolutely I think it is. is art. I'm going to say yes. My ruling is yes. Oh, so this is a good question, F- Shine. I'm going to field this question. Uh, this hat is from a hockey clothing company called Violent Gentleman, 
which I have about like eight articles of clothing from, uh, they cater towards. So the idea, the logo is everything is like violent gentlemen. It's clothing for like enforcers. And the, the idea came from after the first Stanley cup, um, when the Bruins and Canadians played, everyone's bloodied and bashed. But at the end of the game, there's this really cool picture of, um, to a, a Bruins player and a Canadians player shaking hands and the newspaper described them as violent gentlemen. So that's where the, that's where the name comes from. So go to violentgentlemen.com. Quick plug. They I've been trying to get them to send me free shit forever and they won't. Uh, them and Come Death on, assholes. Send, send Davey. So. I feel like I'm going to have to turn into the Hurley brothers from uh, Hurley and Son from Saturday Night Live. Like, come on. <laughs> let, let, let them yeah. sleep in your bed. Let the guys sleep in your bed. Uh, <laughs> what's the best video game so documentary said, uh, from the Boxers podcast besides King of Kong, which we have done an episode on? And I'm, I'm efforting on trying to get all of our previous episodes available also on iTunes. But um, until then, I think there's a handful that I've seen. There's that one that yep. you introduced me to after, and it has some of the overlapping characters from King of Kong. Man vs. Yes. Snake. I actually really so, liked Man yeah. vs. Snake. But yeah, I like uh, indie game oh, the movie. Indie game the movie. Yeah. yeah, indie game the movie. Indie game the movie is my favorite docu- video game documentary, other than King of Kong. The King of King of Kong is like far and away the best one. Um, let's see. Are either of you guys gonna? Co- yeah. Oh so um, I made the decision. I made the decision to go PC instead of Switch, um, and that has paid itself. Paid for itself uh, with early access games and everything. I would so love to question? once what's my the kids. Would you uh, are you going to cough up money and get a switch? Um, once my kids are a little bit older, I think once my it's, daughters are a little bit older, three hundred dollars still. It, it's like yes, but like you get like the very big. You have to like buy stuff. Yeah, I don't know, so man. Like, That's tough. That's a lot. I I think I would like it, yeah. but I still will pop in. Like I was saying before, like I'll play Sega, I'll play the original Nintendo, and I have the PS4. I don't know if I have a lot of time for the Switch. Like, I would love to play Mario Kart. I'd love to play some of the other games they have, tennis and whatever. But yeah, if it was cheaper, maybe. Uh, best Batman. Yeah, best Batman game any platform. Arkham City, not even close. Uh, not even close. yeah, Arkham City. What was the Arkham Knight? I liked yeah. a lot, but Arkham City was better. Arkham Knight, I like. Arkham City was the story of Arkham City, Arkham was, City was awesome. Was, uh, the gameplay that was might awesome. be the best game ever. I mean, honestly, like it's in the it's in the sh- on the short list of best games ever. The greatest snipe in any game I've ever seen, live or that I've done Probably myself. Shime. <laughs> uh, yeah, Shime, Shime has some good ones. Um, the best snipe I've ever seen um, playing Modern Warfare Two. I forget the name of the level, but it's the one that's like kind of like a junkyard. Uh, I saw some kid just jump throw a throwing knife across the map and hit someone blind. Like I've, I've never seen that done before. He just like, he knew exactly where the other team was spawning, was going to catch someone sleeping and just fired a throwing knife all the way across the map and hit somebody. So, and anything that I've done on rust in call of duty. Right. Let's wrap up this episode. Shall we? The podcast episode. We can keep rolling on one more. Oh yeah. Go ahead. One more question. Uh, a uh, better game, Halo or Gears of War? I, I would, would say, say Halo. Rich would say Gears of War, and that's yeah. what, what what makes us different is what makes us great, or whatever the hell Mac and Goose say. That's that's where we'll, how we'll end on that one. So thanks so much, guys. I think this was a lot of fun. We'll see how the episode sounds. I'm interested in seeing uh, the feedback on it. Maybe we'll get more people in next week. Maybe we'll we'll continue to do it this way. I don't know yet, but this was a lot of fun. 
this episode will be posted. You're probably listening to it right now on the iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or WEI.com or at Dork Podcast on Twitter, YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast, uh, Davey's Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash D, and you can always email us uh, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Davey, anything else to add? No, like I said, we're we're actually going to – I just typed it into the chat, but we're actually going to stay on for a little bit. Uh, we're just going to stop recording, but we'll continue to field questions and all that stuff. But our episode has run yes, well over so an hour, so we get a – Thanks for listening to all of this. Maybe you'll join us next week, and we will have a brand-new episode, which once again is TBD. D.